Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host the Lotus Talks, along with my co-podcaster Cameron Lynch and various members of our team from time to time. The Lotus Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax, and let's go. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. It's Granger Whitelaw here with Friday Talks, and today I have a uh, friend and very interesting uh, man joining us, James Wolf from, um, well, you're from New York originally, right? Yeah, Manhattan. Manhattan? Yeah, real New Yorker. Man, you are, like, not what I would say, look. James, the Manhattan guy. It's more like the Asian guy. You know? I know. Well, I've been out of the States since 92. 92. So that puts you here, what, 27 seven years now? 28 years. Yeah. Almost 28 years. Yeah. Wow. Did you come to Saigon at first? When you... uh, no, I spent three and a half years in Tokyo, and then I came here. Oh, really? Yeah. How was Tokyo back then? I loved it. It was awesome. God, Tokyo in 92. Yeah. Beautiful women. Great food. It was post bubble, so people were a little bummed out. But what it was bubble? The, the, there was a oh the ninety bubble, the finance bubble. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So some people were a little bummed out, but uh, in general, you know, it was still amazing. That's awesome, man. I would I would have loved to have been there. And that was after the um, Kuwait I, the Kuwait Iraq War, right? That yeah. Was yeah. I remember seeing that on TV. I was in Vail skiing and. And that whole thing went down. I can't remember what Bush said. It was like a thousand bombs or lights or something. I don't remember. <laughs> the greatest, you know, of, of history. Anyway, so you um you are in the bamboo business, really, right? You make beautiful things. Yeah, I'm an industrial designer. It's my career, yeah. but uh, I chose bamboo 25 years ago as uh, something to apply my talents to. So I, I noticed something when I was doing some research on you, yeah. uh, that you went to RISD. I did. Did you like RISD? I loved RISD. It was great. So my ex-wife's family founded RISD. No kidding. Yep. I swear. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? Rhode Island School of Design. It's a great place. The Metcalfs up in... Uh, oh, in yeah, the, yeah. Terrific. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's some great stories there. But what a great school, and it must have been a wonderful time to study there. Yeah, it was. I mean, everybody who gets in there is uh, amazingly talented, yeah. and the professors uh, really push you and uh, really uh, create some great creative thinkers. Did you go from RISD to Asia then? Right yeah, I, uh, I did. I worked for about a year. And then I moved to Japan. You know, when I grew up, Japan was always the fountainhead of everything. Technology right. and, you know, the Walkman and everything electronic. Yeah, and right, the Discman. Everything, you know. It was like, at the time, Japan was the fountainhead of technology. Now we have uh, the iPhones and the Androids and everything. But back then, we carried these big things on our hips, for those who are listening. But it was amazing. A CD in, right? Yeah, but it was small for then. Yeah. <laughs> Walk around with a cassette tape. And yeah, we were cool. Yeah. 
man, we're getting old. What was the first cassette you had on your your first I walk? Had, I had probably Kiss Love Gun or something. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've seen your stuff. It's great. We're, we're we're having this green trail race coming up in December, and you and I were chatting about bikes, and you design Boo bicycles. Um, you are a phenomenal designer. I, I know you had a shop in Taoyuan for a long time, and and uh, and then the Bike and Bagel Cafe here with the. Yeah, um, well, my, my main thing is designing and making things for export. But uh, over, you know, years in the bike industry uh, and cycling with people in Saigon, everyone was like, this town needs a good bike shop, James, do it. And yeah, yeah. So uh, my, my good friend Brad and I said, okay, let's do it. You yeah. Know, we created a bike shop. But uh, very popular bike shop, too. I mean, it, it, you guys... Do a big service for the. It community. was about community, you know. Yeah. It's biking's about health and community, and uh, yeah, it was fun. But I've kind of pivoted back to my design and export business. Now you export homes, is that right? You make homes. I've made homes. Uh, I've made prefab bamboo homes. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, I've made a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so uh, mostly now I'm making uh, home and garden and decor, and. Um, Furniture and bicycles and, and exporting. Yes. Yeah. So if you look at your business in Asia or into U.S. etc. outside of Asia, what's the what's the breakdown? Fifty fifty, eighty twenty. I'd say ninety five percent export. Really? Yeah, I export to U.S., um, Europe, the Middle East, South America. Okay. So what's the biggest territory for you to export to? Well, I'd say there. Currently, it's Europe. Europe. Yeah. Okay. Europe's usually a few years ahead of America in trends. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. For furniture. For, yeah, for decor trends. Well, and cars like Lamborghini and Ferrari and Porsche <laughs> and fashion maybe. Yeah, yeah fashion. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a fashion. The fashion trends. Yeah. Europe uh, leads America. Don't say that to the guys in Manhattan, right? Where you grew up. They'd be like, what are you talking about? We're the leaders of fashion and <laughs> art. Yeah, no, it's uh, interesting, yeah. So what are you making now? What's your number one product that you make? Mostly, I'm uh, I'm making furniture, but um, I'm also you know the chairs or yeah, tables or what's your chairs and sofa sets and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's B two B. So I'm producing for other people that uh, you know it's their their stuff to deal with. They do the marketing, the distribution. So you make it for like you know Crate and Barrel. I, I don't even know like the stores. Yeah, that know. type of yeah, yeah like yeah. catalog businesses where you can order it in the morning and get it delivered the same day. Amazon delivery. That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's amazing the delivery. How it changed the market, right? Has that increased your production? Do you think? Well, or? I started my own Amazon business two years ago. Oh, you did. And so I have my own brand that only I carry and I'm selling it on Amazon. Okay, what's that brand? That brand's called Boo Hugger. Oh, the Boo Hugger brand. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's my, yeah. you know, that's my shtick. And yeah. uh, I, I do Amazon fulfillment. So I produce everything, I fund everything. I send it over to America, that's it goes cool. to the warehouse. And I, I sit here, you know, or anywhere on my phone managing marketing and right? customer relations. and. Uh, all the fulfillment they deal with. Of course, man? they take their cuts, but yeah, yeah. I don't know what the cut is, but the, uh, the, uh, the the amazing thing to me is that you can sit here in Saigon, or well, you actually live about an hour and a half out of town. Yeah, in this beautiful area. Yeah, I live in the country. I, I I've been 
here quite a long time. You know, I had a good run in my 20s and my 30s and my 40s in Saigon, and now I'm in my 50s, and I'm like, you know, like, like the typical, it's typical for Asian people, like, all right, you know, I'm gonna have a country house and a farm and a garden, and I'm there, and I'm loving it, you know, especially with the traffic and pollution when I'm out in the country with a blue sky and lots oh. of green. Uh, well, I see you riding your bike all over the place, through the country, through the mountains, you're on the beach, you know, uh, it, it, I'm very jealous because James is always somewhere really cool and I'm sitting here in Saigon working my butt off and I, I'm, I'm, I'm envious, but I live vicariously through you. That's what I try to do. Yeah. I, I try to, you know, present a lifestyle to be jealous of. <laughs> well, you don't have to try, you do. I present. <laughs> so now, you uh, talk about sustainability and renewable energy and, and, and the environment. Yes. Which, just try to stay on this, because we'll just talk forever, you and I. The, uh, the home you've built there is, um, is pretty interesting, right? You, you don't live in a normal home. You built it out of... Shipping uh, containers. Shipping containers. Yeah. Which are recyclable. Well, yes. Um, there's a little bit of uh, untruth in some of the sustainability claims yeah, yeah. with containers, as there is with a lot of sustainability. And I, I could go on, uh, you know, it's the spearheading all, all the false eco claims that right, are right, out right. there. Uh, shipping containers are not really, you know, more sustainable. It's more energy to make one. Um, you know, they, 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 they a shipping container has been used for years ship back and forth and then taking it and making a home out of it for, for yourself or yeah. for hotels or yeah. other people are using well, it. That's a recycling. Yeah. I always wanted to do that. I always yeah. wanted to build um, a container home and, and uh, there was a factory right next to my factory a few years ago and they're moving out and I went over and I said, hey, you know, you're moving out, you're selling anything. And he said, well, uh, we sold the two of the three containers but, the, but there's one more and I'm like, man, can I just buy all three and you just leave them here and I'll take care of it? And he said, yeah. So I got three containers That's cool. and I'd always wanted to build a container house. And then I'm like, now 40 foot, right? 40 foot high cubes. Yeah, so so yeah. they're nine foot ceilings, yeah. which is cool. So I built the house and uh, um, a lot of you know bamboo flooring, bamboo wainscoting, bamboo trim, bamboo ceilings, and then a huge bamboo structure over the thing to shade right. it. Um, and it's placed kind of right in the middle of my bamboo plantation, which is, you know. Now you can kind of see that on bamboomaster.com, right? And your website? I don't think there's pictures of my house on any of my business websites. Okay, so the, the structure I've seen on there is, uh, is your office, your, your, your warehouse, I should say, where you're manufacturing? Um, yeah, there, we have bamboo construction in lots of big buildings, outbuildings, and things like mm -hmm. that. And, uh, but no, I don't think my container house is... Uh, so all your construction, for, or for your manufacturing, you build your buildings as well out of bamboo. When, uh, when it needs to be quick and cheap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Now, now I, I'm looking at this picture right now. What is that? That is a bamboo... That was a, a, a festival that Rod Quinton put on a few years ago called Soundfest. It was all the right. biggest concert in Vietnam ever. 35,000 people. And... Uh, he asked me to build a few things there and shade and structures. Yeah, and, so it's also shady. Yeah. And last, uh, like six months ago or so, there was one on the beach. Yeah, Coracle. Yeah, Coracle's yeah, coming up. Yeah, yeah. At the was end that of, last November? It was last November, and the yeah. last weekend of this month, November, is the next Coracle, the second okay. one. I'll be involved with oh. uh, 
with bamboo and decoration. In, in okay. Yeah. Coming so up. the green trail starts on December first in Hanoi. Great, great. And it ends up in December eighth in Ho Chi Minh. So I would have built a racing motorcycle out of bamboo for that. Well, so next time, let me should. know. I think you should. Yeah. Now your your um, your boo bikes. Like I'm 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 looking at one right now. They're so beautiful. I mean, really. Thank you. And and that's a solid bamboo frame with uh, alloy um, spokes and gearing. Let me help you out is that here. Right? Yeah, the frame is bamboo and carbon fiber. And carbon fiber. Yeah, the bamboo. Oh, okay. The frame is just carbon fiber and bamboo. Okay. And I make the frames. Components, you know, are made by companies like SRAM and Shimano. Sure. And so. Um, the frames that I make are super high performance. They're custom designed to fit the one customer that's going to ride it. Mm -hmm. It's going to fit this person perfectly. It's going to be designed, the geometry, just for the way they ride. You know, Interesting. Be, whatever the way you ride, hmm. you'll get the bike that, that matches that. And uh, I make every kind of bike and um, Interesting. they've won so races. So all are custom. So my measurements, my height, my weight, you... Yeah. You take into account like how I like to ride yeah. off road, on road, yeah. and then you customize the bike. Then we design the bike. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. And what's a, what's a boo bike cost in general? Well, complete with uh, the parts and stuff, they kind of range uh, usually between around seven to ten thousand. Oh wow! This is top top end. So this is the components. Real this is the real deal. Yeah, yeah. These things were raced by the United States cyclocross team. The national team was on my bikes. Really? Uh, you're the motor. Yeah. You want to be a comfortable motor, right? Yeah, you do. You'll be a better one. <laughs> I like the ones with the big seats. You know. The bikes. Not the little seats with the with the tight suits. Like I want to be like in my shorts and on the beach. You know, kind yeah. of strolling on my bike. Is that That's possible? cool. I'd love to see you doing that. Strolling. I'd love to see you on a bike. <laughs> Let's go riding. As opposed to the back of a taxi or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, wow, that's exciting stuff. So I, I, uh, I, I'm really happy and excited to talk to you about racing next year in the event, the Green Trail number two. That would be cool. I'm looking forward to it. You know, we talked about a tricycle and we talked about yes. different kinds of bicycle designs. Yes. So that would be cool. Would you do that next year? Build a bike to, for the competition? Absolutely. I and you could put an electric battery on it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I have engines you can use so we can collaborate. Yeah. That would be cool. I've done, I've done those kinds of things before with, with a few manufacturers of interesting yeah. drivetrains. And, and what do you think about the future of uh, renewable, of, of sustainability, really? Just overview. I know you could go into great detail, but for Asia, the pollution is an issue right now. Yeah. You know, I mean... What can people I'm, do? I'm, I'm, I just have to be a little honest. I'm a little dark about humans, and I think that we will continue to make unwise decisions until we make this planet such that it won't support us. Right. Yeah. However, I think, and I will, do everything that I can to be good. And well, that's good. Yeah. What can I do? What can others do? What, what, what advice do you give to help contribute to the... Buy less, consume less, use less, throw out less, you know, do... Oh, I saw a story one time on like how you can like use, use less and almost have no waste. And this yeah. person did like a week test. I saw it like on YouTube or somewhere. It's it was tough. amazing though. If you really focus, you can do it. It's really tough though, right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. I couldn't do it for an hour. It seems yeah. Like and uh, well, I think you know, things are things are changing. You know, people are catching on, businesses are catching on. This 
businesses getting pressured by customers, don't use the plastic and right, right. Uh, Sing, single use plastic. plastics yeah. and things like that. Cars are getting uh, more efficient, bikes, electric bikes are getting more popular, electric cars are getting more popular. Yeah, for sure. And so uh, if we, you know, I really think that we could use a, a lot less uh, fossil fuels, yeah. we could pollute a lot less. And yeah. I think, you know, there are some people that challenge this, they want to keep making money off of gas and things like that, but yeah, uh, sure. a lot of people can really see that the world's getting messed up and we want to bring that to light and in, encourage other people to, to be good as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody out there, um, I want to thank James Wolf for coming today. And uh, if you want to learn more about James, the Bamboo Master, you can go to bamboomaster.com and learn a bit about him, his products, uh, the bikes, and other things we've, we've touched upon here. It's actually bamboomaster.co. Oh, it's Just a CO, Sorry. yeah. Bamboomaster.co and, uh, and see James's stuff. So. Thank you so much for coming today. Granger, thanks for having me here. Yeah, man. Great talking with you. Peace. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature The Lotus blog and podcasts. Until next time, The Lotus Talks. See you soon. <laughs>